the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back to the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Treasurer Dennis Milligan setting in Treasurer of State, and uh, want to welcome everybody. Dave's taking a few days off, but I tell you what, I got one of my favorite people on the line, going to give us a little update on uh, what's happening in Washington, and maybe a little input, even also what's happening uh, here in Arkansas. Congressman French Hill, are you with me? Dennis, good morning. Hey, good morning. welcome. Good to hear your voice. Well, you know, French, one of the things they've already told me multiple times is I do have a great face for radio. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, a uh, couple of things. Uh, number one, uh, give me a little, and I hate to rush into it, but I know your time's so valuable. What what What's happening with this coronavirus thing? Well, I think everyone should take the same precautions that they take uh, whenever they feel bad and think they have the flu. So if you're running a fever and have cold and flu-type symptoms, cough and uh, congestion, you ought to go to the doc uh, and check out whether or not what you have. And that's the most important thing people can do if they don't feel well. Secondly, uh, washing hands is still the number one thing to do. Other than that, I would hope people would, uh, you know, just be be cautious, uh, but not overreact. Uh, We've had very limited cases in the United States, Seattle being the epicenter of what we're dealing with in this country. Uh, And about 50 percent of the cases came into the country from the cruise ship or from some connection with China. And about 50 percent of those diagnosed uh, had um, some sort of a community uh, uh, connection that is being you know and carefully investigated but we have the best public health in our country i met with dr nate smith who's the director of the arkansas state department of health last week i know he's fully prepared to work with the governor if we have any sort of uh, need for some uh, folks to be treated in our state so let me get this right Really, a lot of what you just said would be what we would consider, and it's an overused word, common sense. Right. Well, here in Washington, I mean, uh, I have. Well, there is not much common. Holy French. Well, there's. Yeah, but I mean, I have friends here who tell me that, you know, all the Gatorade and all the soup at Costco and at uh, the grocery stores here has been wiped out. So I think people are really being pessimistic and i think we ought to try to be use common sense and be realistic and remember that we have uh, tens of thousands of deaths every year from the flu we do 
with 30 million people plus each year getting the flu. So let's use our, uh, as you say, common sense and focus on this as if it is the flu and remember the reality of it. And be careful for our kids and our elderly. Yes. Because our kids, our elderly, someone who has got a compromised immune system, that's who we should be caring about and thinking about as we prepare. No, no question about that. Something we were, I've got Terry Benham from Impact Management with me, along with Stacy Peterson, my communications director. Good morning, Congressman. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning. And one of the things that was interesting, we were talking about the sales of Corona beer. And, you know, I would have thought that they would have uh, actually went down. Uh, Mr. Benham says, no, actually, they went up because that's the antidote. Is yeah, that- that, I mean, we've always felt like that was the antidote. You yeah. drink more Corona beer, you yeah. keep from getting the virus, yeah. right? So, Alcohol kills I think, that's, I think that's, a, uh, that's an Army deployment story. <laughs> that's right. So real quickly, uh, French, and I don't know if you've had any time to even look at the election results. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the, uh, some of the significant, all races are significant, but. Well, these... I just got off the phone congratulating our good friend Barbara Webb on yes. becoming justice elect uh, for the Arkansas Supreme Court. I can't think of a more important local race in our state than uh, having a future justice like Barbara Webb be elected. And my congratulations to her and to everyone who worked for her campaign. Well, I appreciate that. Also, a little more, uh, and again, not for sure how intimate, but again, a number of circuit judge races. Now, we did have the high-profile state Senate race with uh, uh, John Cooper and Dan Sullivan, uh, and and I know you know uh, those individuals. Any comment about that one? And I'm going to tell you, that was a 58-40 to 40 race. Terry and I were talking about that. Pretty kind of a blowout. Yeah, I saw the results this morning. I haven't had an opportunity to uh, talk to either one of those good candidates, uh, but you're right. And, you know, that's when uh, uh, hard work by candidates and focus and effort really pay off, and you saw that uh, in that race. But you, I think, particularly saw it in Justice-elect Webb's race, where she did well in Jefferson County, Phillips County, uh, Washington County. Uh, I think that's a good sign for those of us who are center-right, more conservative voters in our state to see that uh, election. So what, what, uh, so what you're what you're saying is hard work still works? Hard work always pays off. It does. Uh, and there's no, no anything that uh, is a better compliment to it. Um, and then I thought the, the evening was amusing as the National Democrats attempt to uh, have a resounding reprise of that great high school classic where uh the boys are debating who had the least attractive prom date <laughs> and so um this is uh, it's amusing to me that uh, democratic voters are trying to figure out who's really the least bad of these national democratic candidates absolutely hey something uh too near and dear to my heart uh i know you participated uh because as the treasurer of state uh Congressman, one of the things that I'm lucky to house is the Arkansas Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I think now we currently have 24 Medal of Honor recipients, and I know that you got to participate in uh, Sergeant Major John Canley's uh, event the other night. Well, Sergeant Major is a real inspiration. I mean, uh, this man, when you read uh, the um, mission criteria in his Medal of Honor citation, this giant of a man, he was 
six four, six five. He was a staff sergeant, I believe, then when he was in Hue City, which was the most vicious urban warfare in the Vietnam War, and how he exposed himself over and over again as he protected his Marines. Uh, he earned uh, the Purple Heart, obviously, for his wounds, but. Receiving that Medal of Honor was way, way past due, and I thank President Trump for correcting uh, the fact that uh, Sergeant Major Canley had not received the Medal of Honor many, many years ago. And what an inspiration in Arkansas to have another native Arkansan with that beautiful blue ribbon and that historic uh, star on their chest. Well, and of course you know too, and I was very proud to be a part of it, uh, no tax dollars. We also now feature the uh, uh gold star family monument on the state capitol grounds which uh is again a tribute to uh uh not only our veterans but certainly our veterans families that uh, such a sacrifice has been made so well finch well, thank woody, you Go ahead. yeah you bet uh i just would say look woody traveled all over the world himself a well-decorated uh, officer to recognize our gold star families i was proud of our Marine Corps League, our uh, state office holders, uh, our governor, for all coming together and creating a beautiful Gold Star Monument, the first in the in the nation to be on a capital grounds approved by the legislature. You're exactly. So it's a real tribute to our families. Exactly. Thank you for your recognition of our veterans in a in a in a permanent way. And uh, Terry, Stacy, please keep Dennis between the lines today on this show. It's always it's best. always a challenge, <laughs> Congressman. My best to you guys. Take care. Congressman French Hill, thank you, uh, French, very much. Well, I tell you what, that's inspiring to get a chance to listen to uh, our second di- district congressman. And I know, Terry, you know him well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, French and I go way back uh, with regard to just knowing each other and being friends uh, for probably 15, 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, and when he ran for Congress, I was fortunate enough to be part of that campaign. And, Absolutely. Uh, that was in a f- lot of fun. In fact, for explanation purpose, I've got Terry Benham on from Impact Management. Terry's been in the, uh, uh, I guess we'd call it the political uh, business for uh, a number of years now. Him and uh, uh, his uh, partner in crime, Richard Bearden, established Impact Management. How many years ago has that been, Terry? 20 years. 20 years. It was 20 years in December of uh, of 2019. Golly, where does the time go? I know. I know uh, my communications director, Stacy Peterson, actually worked for you at one time. Former IMG alum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, it kind of, uh, you know, part of the reasoning and bringing you in, it was your expertise of, of kind of dissecting campaigns, rights, wrongs, ups, downs. So let's start with the Barbara Webb race. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Morgan Chip Welch, well-known uh, judge. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, ultimately. So when they say nonpartisan, was it really partisan? Well, that that race was really partisan, and uh, you know that that wasn't hidden anywhere. A lot of times, you know, you'll you'll see the uh, dog whistles come out on uh, on some of the partisanship stuff, but that was kind of very overt but but you had really two dynamics in that race one is the webs connection to the republican grassroots across the state of arkansas certainly and the fact that this race was held in a primary that that certainly was a factor but then you also had uh the fact that chip welch had judge 
Yes. Uh, and uh, which is a really big deal yeah. in a judicial race. And, and, I, uh, and I know I've, people don't think that that's a big deal, but trust me, yeah. 20 years of politics, I'll tell you, it's a big deal when you have judges. And I think uh, 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 Justice Elect Webb actually wanted to have, because she served as a judge, she served as a circuit judge in our home county of Saline. Right. right. Uh, some, but, but ultimately, I think that they said that she couldn't have judge before her name. Right, because I think she was appointed right. uh, and, and, not, and elected. not elected, so yeah. that, that matters yeah. uh, whether, whether or not you get to use that title. Well, I'm sure there'll be more talk about that race. Another interesting race as we talk, and of course you and I being Saline County boys, uh, was the mcclure uh, Furman race, that oh, rep yeah. race. Now, again, that was a little bit of a high-profile race. Yeah, actually, that's at the top of my list for surprises. Um, now I didn't, I wasn't surprised that Tony won, mm-hmm. but the margin by which he won was a very big surprise to In me. In what way? Well, I, I thought that would be a close race. Candidly, my instincts said that McClure would win it just based on name ID, just because I didn't really think that people were paying attention to the things, uh, that would uh that would swing that race such as the residency issue i know that there was a big battle back and forth pr and, and and even court battle on that but at the end of the day i i really didn't think that people would care that much about it but i, I honestly i think it had to do more uh, with the voters i think it had to do more with I and mean, nobody believed that McClure lived in that house, you know. Well, they, they certainly they, had, they certainly had it staged up. Uh, they, they live in a great big old house <laughs> in Lanny Fights District, and and this house is more kind of like a rental house, has about two thousand square feet or something like that. And, and so I don't think that anyone really bought that story. You might be generous on the square footage there, but but they <laughs> yeah. did have it set up for Christmas and everything. Yeah. So. Well, I you know at some point when people don't buy it. At some point, when you start staging it, yeah. it, it it works even yeah. twice as hard against you. And so, you know, I think that that was a factor uh, in the race. Of course, uh, her being part of a, an attack ad on on Governor Hutchison, we talked about. Yes, uh, you know that that was also a factor. also worked was a staffer, I think, for Mark Pryor. Yeah, she. I, you know, I don't think people care about that because young people will go work for. You know, uh, for members of Congress uh, all the time, yeah. and 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 I don't think that people really attach partisanship to that. Yes, but when you appear in a you yeah. know in a in a political ad, yeah. that pretty much establishes some partisanship. So I I think those factors worked in. But at the end of the day, Tony won that race because okay. Tony went after and worked hard good we're going to come back we're going to take a little break here i've got terry benham from impact management stacy peterson we've got a lot more to come on the dave ellswick show 